0: Welcome to the podcast of champions this is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United along probably with quite a lot that you didn't you can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome, welcome along to the podcast. Good to have your company. Um, what are we doing this week, David? We've got much to discuss this week as ever. So, Never a dull moment. Uh, never a dull moment. We'll be going across to Gary Johnson's press conference in a moment. First time we've done one of those for a couple of weeks. A little bit later on, we'll be talking uh, about the injury situation. We'll be talking about uh, loan players coming and going um we'll be talking about the Halifax game coming up shortly we'll be having a chat about Robin Stubbs and Dave there's a picture of you doing the rounds on the internet oh dear which we will talk about (laughs) in some length. but first of all we'll go across to Gary's press conference and because I couldn't quite get the recorder switched on in time um let me just say the first question is from Patrick and it's about the arrival of Exeter City defender Gary Warren
1: experience He'd be contributing. I think that was very important for us and it was important for our young centre-halves. Um, you know, we've been letting in sort of too many goals really. Uh, it was only the last game we, we had a, a clean sheet, which was nice, but um, we need that experience. And uh, again, when you try and look for a, an experienced player, they're not always available. Um, and we've said that before, you know, they often you know, if they don't live in the area, they're not going to bring their families down necessarily, kids at school, all that sort of thing. Whereas uh, on this occasion, we've been lucky that uh, Gary lives in Taunton, uh, he's been playing for Exeter, of course. And uh, Exeter wanted him to play some games, uh, and he was the perfect player and person to bring in to help our young defenders, um, and so we quickly said yes and uh, managed to get him in so I'm really really pleased we've got that experience. Of course he's played with Robbie Candy season as far as um, uh, the, the reserve team at Exeter is concerned so they already know each other so it was a um, you know it was a good good effort to, to get him in and to bring in the right person at the right time.
2: Uh, Ryan Dixon has joined Truro on loan into the end of the season. Uh, tell us about that and whether there's what chance do we have of incomings
1: and outgoings over the next couple of weeks? Um, yeah, Dicko, um, we wish him well, of course, um, but uh, you know, he had a few problems with his, with his injuries, didn't play too many games. Um, there wouldn't have been a contract at the end of the season, so it was only fair. Um, to give him the opportunity to find himself a, a new club, um, which he found, obviously it's quite local to him and it was somewhere where he wanted to go. So, um, you know, he went with our blessing. Um, you know, he's a he's a very good player for, for that level. And, uh, you know, hopefully it helped help Truro get a promotion.
2: We entered the January uh, transfer window for Premier League and the EFL, and uh, it's a time when, especially on social media, rumours can come out of nowhere based on extremely little, little, if nothing. How do you deal with this period of the season?
1: I had a chat with Lee last night actually and said, you know, how are you feeling? Because uh, you can go stir crazy in January. Obviously, the higher you, you go, the higher you are, Lee, in the Championship, you know, it's all sorts happening, and, um, and, and we're the same. Um, but it's got less, less publicity really, I suppose. But the problem is, is when it does become speculation and, and as a manager, um, you want to give your supporters uh, the, the, the absolute truth. But sometimes, let's say you're, you're in for a player and somebody says, are you in for this player? It's very difficult to say, yes we are, because that alerts everybody else. And it's always disappointing when something comes out that you didn't really want to come out. Now, in the other direction, in the case of, say, Jamie Reid yesterday, um, where there was a, was it a hoax uh, account or something, um, but still it was reported <laughs> by a young gentleman there um, that... Um, I was what was the, what was the word what was the word that you you used I was pressured into Force to deny. forced to deny Do you know what I mean So all of a sudden you know Dave rings me and I you know I always try and tell you what I can and and get as, you know as be as honest as I can But obviously there was nothing in that story and everybody knew that But still I was forced to deny it <laughs> which is um, sometimes uh, you know a bit disappointing but um because i denied it because it was it's true we haven't had any any contact with, with anybody and especially it was a as it was a hoax tweet anyway so it, lots of things you have to deal with you understand people have to make stories for newspapers radio tv whatever it is you know but um that's what january it does it, it sort of distorts information it distorts the truth it, you know so it's, it is a difficult time but you know I've only had 30 odd of them so uh, I'm getting a little bit used to it um, and try not not let, let it uh, get me down but the good thing is it gives us an opportunity to um, you know look at a wider group of players but um, that's always not easy when you want a little bit of experience you need you, know, you can get 18, 19-year-olds all day long from, from everywhere, but um, sometimes they're not ready for, for men's football, if you like, for this level of football. So I'm pleased to say Gary's come in. Um, he's definitely at the other end of the scale as far as age and experience. Um, but I will be bringing in uh, somebody else pretty shortly as well. That uh, as you know, I don't want to keep it from everyone, but it's not been done yet. So until it's done... Well, I can't announce it.
2: We've made it through the busy. <clears throat> We've made it through the busy festive period. How how welcome is this extra breathing room, in terms of uh, preparing the team for
1: matches? Um, well, it's been it's been pretty good actually. I mean, it's been difficult getting the training hours on grass because of the, the weather and the pitches and all that sort of thing. <clears> Our <throat> training ground's still under underwater, so. Thank God for South Devon College. But uh, um, t- today we, we, you know, we found a grass pitch that we're going to be training on um, <clears throat> just outside uh, painting. So we're looking forward to that. Um, so, but it is good that you've got the time between the games to get over your little niggly injuries because it's, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable now with Seiko um, getting... Seiko's had to have an operation on his ankle. Um, it was the last minute of the game. It was a, a little clip on his ankle, and he's out for nine, ten weeks. When he was going into the to a league club, it's just unbelievable how, the luck of our players that are at the minute as far as injuries are concerned. It's, it really is. So um, hopefully we'll do a lot of luck at some stage, um, but hopefully we we hope we'll be getting our injuries a little bit closer now to being. Uh, fit enough for selection we're back,
2: <coughs> we're, back into, him, but... yes. uh, we're back into yes we're back into FA uh, trophy action on Saturday mm-hmm. at Playmore against um, Halifax uh, can give us your, your thoughts ahead of that game and, and back in cup, cup action yeah well it's
1: a competition that I think both teams would like to win both teams are probably in the you know top uh, part you know top 10 12 of the favourites for this cup um, it's a it's a good one to get to if you get to the final um, so, so we, we played Halifax away um, we played well that day and, and won well but uh, that's over the season's not been a, uh, a way of saying that you can do exactly the same at home you know we've had some good own wins and then lost away and then some good away wins, Stockport, you know, for example, and then they come here and, and beat us well. So we mustn't take anything for granted, but uh, I think, you know, we're, we're ready. The boys are looking forward to it and we'd like to go well in this competition.
2: And hopefully on Saturday you'll bump a crowd and hopefully we have an effect on the crowd. They have an effect on us in Jackson. Cup enthusiasm into the game as well. That'd be welcome. yeah.
1: Well, we're only a, yeah. What is it? If if we can get through this round, I think it's only a, yeah two games to Wembley. Is it three games to Wembley after this one? Um, so you're pretty close, you know. Because obviously, once you get to the quarterfinals, finals then everybody's looking forward to a, a visit to Wembley. Um, so you know, we'll wait and see. Uh, but this is a an important competition for all non league teams and uh, it's one that we'd like to progress in
0: We talked about the FA Trophy before you were saying it was a good chance to to give some of the fringe players a bit of an outing but with the injuries that you've had you haven't really got that anymore have
1: you? We've been giving our fringe players a bit of an outing no they're not fringe players that's disrespectful but um, um, no exactly we we haven't been able to do that Uh, it would have been nice to have had a Full squad, um, of first team players, which is normally around about twenty, twenty two, but uh, we've had nowhere near that. So the same players are having to play in, in the league and in this competition. It's not so bad at the moment because you're not losing any games. i.e. you know, the next, um, round you will, yeah. you know, um, it'd be the Knox Knox County game will be uh, knocked out if we we get through. So, um. <clears throat> No, the boys at the moment it's Saturday to Saturday, which has been nice. It's giving them all the chance, us a chance to work with them, and them a chance to uh, get any little knocks out of the way. So um, you know, it's it's been it's been decent as far as that's concerned. Yeah.
3: Can we just have a quick run through the injured lads and how where mm. they are in their uh, recoveries? Yeah. Uh, Armani, what's um... Armani's
1: imminent. I think I don't think imminent necessarily for Lying. this week. Yeah, no, no. Um, but he's he's going to be training full time, as in everything we do. I mean, he trained on uh, on uh, when was it on Tuesday. Most of the session, um, and he went. He came through that well. He's reaching his quickest speed again, which is good. Which is always a test for for a hamstring. Um, and the physios have given him um, permission, and I think he's ready to, to train fully, as from uh, today really, but as from Monday probably. Um, um, Frankie Vincent, he's obviously had an operation. No, Frankie's gone back. Um, yeah, he's uh, obviously he's gone back. He had an operation. Uh, what we're what we're hoping to do with Frankie is because his loans run out. Okay. Is he's um, getting back you know re-signing because it's a Premier League club towards the end of January um, depending on how close he is to coming back you know if there's a chance of him having 10 games with us or something then we'll do it Okay. Um, so we're just waiting on that one
3: right um, Liam uh, that's a similar He's obviously yeah
1: Liam Liam's still long term I mean away, yeah, yeah Liam's still at least middle to the end of February right. if anything if he Gets back before then, then uh, it's a massive bonus. Uh, Matt views Matt views has had an injection into an ankle problem, so he hasn't trained for the last three days. Um, but I think he's back in normal training tomorrow, Friday. Right. Um, Jared obviously didn't play it.
3: well um, no, Jared I had a concussion, concussion protocol. Yeah, yeah. it was
1: yeah. protocol, and um, he was feeling rough for two or three days um, three or four days actually so they have to wait till that clears up before they can put him back into training so uh, we'll have to wait and see I haven't seen him today i no. seen spoke to Kai but, um,
3: not for this weekend but
1: probably I shouldn't think it'd be this weekend no, but no. I don't next know next week hopefully yeah, yeah. but almost certainly next week Yeah. and Opie um, <laughs> no Opie's struggling yeah. um, unfortunately he, he had a um, uh, you know his injury took a turn for the worse. Uh, he, he was nearly fit as well, um, training at Bristol, but um, <coughs> they feel that he's it, it, too fragile at the moment with that injury to be putting him back into training and games. So uh, I, I think that's um, I hope is. Is that a
3: similar one to Frank in terms of his loan running? Uh, yeah, his current his loan uh, running running yeah well, I hope
1: his loan doesn't run out till the end of January. Okay. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see and then make a decision. Then. Right, okay. Don't, yeah. And no more on, um, you mentioned,
3: uh, you will know the details of Robbie and Connor both on loans roundabout to this time of year. Uh, yeah, no,
1: well, they, you know, they've... Um, They've still got loans that are in, in place, oh, so they're okay, okay. as well. Um, and we'll just carry that on until Bristol City, say. Right. they on right. right. and back. And I'm Lloyd, home. I think,
3: gets this weekend in, and then uh, Lloyd James, um, I think it's... No, no, Lloyd's,
1: Lloyd's um, done. Um, yeah, Lloyd's finished on the 8th of January. Oh, 8th, was it? That's yeah, right. so... Think, yeah. Oh, it's uh, a 28-day, sorry. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. we decided that, that you know, we didn't need to... Uh, Keep that going because Connor's come back fit, Aces come back fit. Right. Armani's not far away, so you know there's like a, a month to see us see us through to oh. us. Come back. So in. he's. So that's. Finished. Yeah. So you know we wish him well. We're yeah. Unlucky. He had a, a couple of good games for us, and we had a couple of wins and a couple of defeats. So, um, but um, you know he needs yeah. to go somewhere where he's yeah. going to play yeah. every week.
3: I mean gr- gradually. I mean. All of them are for different reasons, but obviously Ryan, um, Frankie, which is obviously for Lloyd. There's room being made. Um, Seiko, and uh, Seiko, of course, uh, yes, uh, yeah, uh, and, and uh, of course the two lads, uh, Romani and Amrit. Romani, so, you know, Amrit, yeah. So the squad has contracted a little
1: bit. Yeah, you know. well, it well it had to, but then yeah. we had to, we had to bring those players in until our full-time, you know, our, yeah. uh, contract players were fit, and and that's. You know, what's happening at the moment um, and that's why we've been able to you know bring in Gary Warren and yeah. probably another announcement right. maybe later on today or tomorrow
3: and is Gary available
1: for this weekend yeah so, he is yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. one of those ones where he's played in the cup or something like that and no and, no uh, when he ain't played in the trophy that's no. for sure no but um and we might have two trophy games this, this month so it's uh As I say, it's good good for him, good for us. It's getting him a a group of games and he does give you that experience that we were needing.
3: Yeah, you had to play, well, Morris had to play Jake Andrews at left back, which uh, no doubt you pulled him to one side and said, uh, (laughs) how do you think about that? Um, how did you think he, he, he did it's quite a big ask for somebody who's never played in a, in a, well, in a position like that I thought he, he grew into it as the game went on like yeah,
1: uh, yeah he, listen you know Jake is a footballer so he can, he can play um, anywhere really but it's probably not a position he would choose for himself um, and unfortunately we was hoping that he would be able to uh, give us a bit more quality on the day than, than he did um, not just him. I felt looking you know I was really pleased with the with the clean sheet but I didn't particularly feel that as a team we did enough and played well you know I've been honest with the lads this week and said look great to get a clean sheet but for me we still haven't found our our game that' that's, that's gone missing um, and so I didn't want them to go through this week thinking they've cracked it because we haven't cracked it you know we, we've got to get. We've got to get that momentum again. We've we've got to get that um, team energy, that uh, team. Yeah, it's a team energy. That's and a
3: phrase you often used when when, yeah. when when it was going really well. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And and you know you know that everyone's on the similar wavelength and everyone's putting in the same amount of uh, of effort to score a goal and the same effort to not let a goal in. You know, so um, when lads young lads get Less confident, they do less work, funny enough, because they're frightened to get on the ball, and we need to get that back. You know, everybody wanted to get on the ball, um, so so you know, Jake done us a favor there, um, but um, you know, whether he stays there or not, you know, we'll have to wait and see.
0: So, interesting press conference from Gary this morning, plenty to talk about.
3: I think we were. Wondering when things might pick up Mm -hmm. on the uh, um, uh, transfer front. The rebuilding. As they now are, yeah, Yeah. Um, and and quite a lot of interest, not just on who's coming in, but who's actually um, going out. Yeah, yeah. Or has gone out.
0: I mean, some um, loans have come to an end. We'll talk about Gary Warren in a minute, yeah. but some of those loans that have come to an end now. Uh, Sekou Jane did make a surprise reappearance on Saturday. I thought his loan had finished. And, and I think a lot, lot, lot people of did people, well, people did. Yeah. Um, but, um, he played another the, game. <laughs>
3: yeah, the, 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 upshot, the upshot of it was that he had one more game left yeah. of his loan. Apologies um, that we didn't realise that. Well, but, uh, yes, I don't think we were the only ones either. Um, he hit the post twice as well. and he, and he very hit, nearly uh, went out in some post style. Post in the first half, bar in the second. Yeah, um, and then got injured in stoppage time. He he latched onto a back pass. It was on a very narrow angle, and he was cutting in, trying to sort of snatch a winner in stoppage time. Uh, got clipped uh, in a challenge with the goalkeeper. He was actually carried off on a stretcher long yeah. after everybody else had left the pitch. He was sitting up, so it wasn't as if he was sort of, you know, yeah. beating the ground or anything it wasn't like that. gas and air job. Um, I'm given to understand that he managed to walk to the team coach okay. Yeah. Um, and then to his car when he got off the team coach of Bristol. But uh, Gary Johnson has obviously now yeah. reported that he's had to have an operation on his ankle. That's
0: rotten luck for him well, this it, season, isn't considering it? Considering he's
3: been out for three months with yeah. a knee operation. Yeah. I mean, uh, and although he isn't still with us anymore. And as Gary pointed out, he was about or due to go out on loan to a football league club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whether it was Swindon Town or Newport County, which are the two clubs that have been... Both of them have been after him. um, uh, We'll never know now, or probably not. Um, But, you know, what desperate luck. Absolutely. And and although he technically wasn't, of Torquay United, available to us anymore you know it's kind of underlines as gary hinted at this the, the ongoing you know when is this injury thing going yeah. to uh and so going can, to
0: end is so likely to be out for a couple of months by the same well, i would have it. thought of it
3: yeah yeah i mean we obviously we don't know the exact extent of the injury no. but um uh just terrible isn't it, it it's uh, you know a young player like that just had a um knee ligament operation i think it was mm-hmm. knee rather than ankle um at, uh, just as he was about powering through pre-season yeah and now he's out for another two months. It's it's desperate luck for a 19-year-old who's obviously got his whole career in front of him. And he fingers is. crossed, he makes a really good and yeah. quick recovery. And then and then fingers crossed, stays injury-free for absolutely a, for
0: quite a while. It's been a season to forget for him, hasn't it? Yeah, mate? one in way is. or another. Um, other lone players: Amrit Bansal, McNulty has gone back. We think we reported that last week. Romani yeah. Medford-Smith has absolutely. gone back. And Lloyd James has gone back.
3: Yes. Um, uh, I must say, I was under the impression that he still had another game, i.e. this Saturday, left. Uh, he only joined United on December the 11th. Mm-hmm. But, of course, what I haven't factored in is that it was a 28-day loan and not a month's, okay. not a, quotes, month's yeah. loan. So um, that has now run out. So he's gone back to, um, to Forest Green Rovers. And
0: uh, the the Frank Vincent situation is yeah. quite interesting as well. well I isn't mean, we
3: it? obviously th- that emerged because we were sort of quizzing Gary on on exactly what the situation is on. Still, quite a long list of yeah. of yeah. injuries. Well, quite a long list. It is a long list of injuries. Um, Frank Vincent has obviously undergone an ankle operation, which I think we've reported. and mm-hmm. everybody really knows about back at Bournemouth. So his loan um, has been. I think probably curtailed is the best word. Uh, He's going to be out for a while, and uh, so he's effectively back at Bournemouth. I wouldn't be at all surprised if that loan isn't renewed, all depending on United and his situation later in the season. And Opie Edwards, who again has had wretched luck with injuries, both last season and this season, Um, he's had a setback at Bristol City by the sound of it, according to Gary. So that loan has been... Uh, um, ended for the time being, but we'll see where that one goes.
0: And you can't really underestimate the effect this has had on Talkie's season, has it? I was talking to our, our counterparts in Halifax earlier this week when they were putting together their uh, their match previews, and trying to sort of get across to them the, the enormity of this injury problem that we've had, I and mean, players just dropping like flies, haven't they?
3: Well, United basically ever since. Sort of, it started before United won at Halifax four two well, you, uh, in November. It started before then, but well, but,
0: we, we picked up a couple of injuries in the draw up at Woking, didn't we? That's right. It started oh, my, way back. Exactly, Little there. and
3: Hall were yeah. both, and Lemon Hay Evans. All of those yeah. were, were injured in that match. Yeah. Um, and it started way back mm. then. United did incredibly well with lads like Matt Buse yeah. coming into yeah. the yeah. team, Frank Vincent stepping up into a senior midfield role to put this run together that took them up to fourth place within two points of the leadership after that 4-2 win at Halifax yeah. on November the 2nd. And the next match, it, it, I've always felt that Liam Davis's fractured ankle in the next match at yeah. Maidstone in the FA Cup just about topped off. You think that was the, well, uh, the final straw? That was the final yeah. straw. Frank Vincent then got injured yeah. um, and gradually it all caught up with them. Uh, and 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 of course, in the meantime, the players who the, the the three players who were injured at um, at Woking back in September, yeah. they were still out anyway, and it just went f- almost from bad to worse on the injury front, and it finally caught up with them, and yeah. and, uh, and that's been the the tale of the middle of United season really. Uh, now, it was interesting. I think United fans will be really pleased to hear that. On the plus side, Amani yeah. Little doesn't look very far away from a comeback.
0: Now, that's quite exciting news, yeah, exactly. isn't it?
3: Yeah. He's, he's, uh, hamstring injuries, as anybody who's ever had one, and luckily I haven't, I know quite a lot of other people who have, are desperate things to get over. Mm. Yeah. You think you're nearly back, and then all of a sudden you can feel stuff You know, that's not quite there. It's, it's one of the biggest muscle injuries you can yeah. do. Uh, and just because you're able to run around which Amani Little has been doing for some time, and United fans have seen him before games, just doing gradual almost, does not mean you're match fit or anywhere near it. Um, Now, the good news from Gary Johnson today is that Amani Little has been doing nearly everything uh, to this point. He was due to do nearly everything, if not everything, in training today and tomorrow. And he's certain they're certainly hoping all the time you have to just keep monitoring these things, don't you? Yeah, that, you know, yeah. have you felt anything? Is it is that yeah. okay? And I think one of the one or two fans have said to me, obviously he came back, took a few weeks to get back yeah. to one hundred percent. All of a sudden you could see visibly when he went up that extra gear into overdrive, the barrow game, scored twice, box to box, just like the Amani Little We know. Yeah. And then did his hamstring again, going, uh, trying to score his hat trick late in the match. And uh, one or two United fans have sort of said, well, why didn't they get him off? Why didn't they get him off? You know, it was asking for trouble. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Amani literally told me, Dave, I never felt a thing all exactly. afternoon. And the player so, knows, doesn't exactly. he? Exactly. And, and, and in other words, if, yeah. if he had even felt a tiny yeah. little twinge, he'd have gone, whoa, hold on a minute, I'm off. Yeah. Uh, and and that wasn't the case. Um but fingers crossed he's back. Matt Buse, by the sound of it, has had a uh, probably an anti-inflammatory injection yeah. in his ankle. If that works all right, I think he's not too far away anyway. So he might be back next week. Mm-hmm. And Jared Lewington, what, what desperate luck he had. He came on against Yeovil in the second half on New Year's Day. Yeah. Went up for a header only a minute or two after he'd come on, which we all thought he was in completely entitled to go for. Yeah. Um, the Yeovil player went down screaming blue murder. Lewington yeah. gets booked, and he gets concussed in the, in, the, in the incident.
0: So it almost sums up our day, really. Well, exactly. It? Yeah. Um, uh,
3: so, and this is a young, yeah. so, well, young. He's not that young; he's mid twenties, but he's, he's in professional football terms, trying to make his way yeah. a, and to crack this full time football. Um, and he's now on, been out on a concussion protocol, yeah. which obviously counted him out of the Dagenham draw last Saturday and by the sound of it means that he'll yeah. miss the Halifax game but he too will be back next week or yeah. could be back next week it's so
0: tr- it's a tricky one isn't it these concussions because Jean-Yves um, Koueniate had a bad one earlier in the season yeah. didn't it kept him out for absolutely. a while absolutely um, uh, you Dixon you can't Ryan take, any- Dixon, uh, yeah, you can't take chances with these can you no you can't especially the fans in, are all jumping at the bit to get the players back but you yeah. can't take a risk no,
3: no, no, you know it's, it, that has been one of the steps forward in yeah, football, yeah. medicine, and fitness is—is is that I mean I can remember players playing for Torquay United, you know, looking back over the years. I can remember Steve Cooper playing back in the seventies and early eighties, after taking fearful, yeah, you know, bangs, uh, and you and everybody who saw Steve Cooper play knew <laughs> knew how he used to play football, uh, mostly with his head rather than his feet, oh, yeah. uh, and and you know, looking back on it, you you go, my goodness, was he a hundred percent? Yeah, you know, right, uh, and of course these brave players would always go. Yes, Gaffer, I'm all right. Well, you know, they okay, play, because they want to play. Because they want to play. I imagine um, if you
0: sat down with Jared Lewington today, he would be desperate to play on Saturday. Absolutely. But yeah, common there sense. There are various, so as as Gary was
3: pointing out in the news in his press conference, there are various tests that yeah. have to yeah. be done and players have to pass. Um, I can remember um, Ben Whitfield recently in the incident that Godfrey Poku was sent off. Yeah, um, uh, for uh, woking on when United won 4 1 December the 28th. Um, uh, it, he had some headaches after that, yeah. but he wasn't knocked out and he wasn't concussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously he passed all the, the, the various stuff and was available for the next match. Jared Lewington, by the sound of it, that wasn't quite Absolutely. the case, but um, there you go. Now let's talk a plus, little bit... One or two about, plus about, points. Yeah. yeah.
0: A, an, another plus point. Um, Gary's talking today about bringing a couple of players in. Uh, one of them has been named... Gary Warren has yeah. joined us from Exeter City. Experienced defender.
3: 35 years old. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I've only seen him play once, I think, um, uh, for Yeovil Town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he joined Exeter City in the summer from Yeovil. It obviously hasn't gone brilliantly for him because he's only played four games. But interestingly, he played in the 2-1 win over Ipswich Town in the EFL Trophy on Saturday. Which gave you no pleasure at all as a Norwich fan. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely right. Um, uh, And... Interestingly, most of it, he, he spent six years, most of it presumably in the Scottish Premier League, and Inverness, yeah. Caledonian Thistle. Now, that's obviously a decent standard. Yeah. Um, it's quite so a physical league as well, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. They don't yeah. take yeah. too many prisoners up there, yeah. do they? Um, so, uh, uh, and, and obviously he, he was um, one of City's... Uh, uh, especially being an experienced player, yeah. uh, uh,
0: relatively important summer signings. He must, he must have had to mark Ryan Bowman at some point. When Ryan <laughs> was at Motherwell and Gary was at... Yeah, oh, good was, yeah. point. Yes, of course. They just come yeah. up against yeah. each yeah. other. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And in training games at, uh, <laughs> yeah. at the uh, Cat and Fiddle. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, fingers crossed he can come in and, and, yeah. and help us. Uh, Gary Johnson was making no bones about the fact that although United got a long overdue clean sheet at... Um, at Dagenham last weekend. Mm-hmm. He's not sort of, you know, suddenly thinking everything's hunky dory at the back again, far from it. Um, and he wants to tackle that. Yeah. Uh, I think United fans have been saying for some time, we've got to get some more experience into the back four. Yeah. Well, um, you know, he's here I mean, it is. It, he, yeah. he, here it is, and fingers crossed it works.
0: Yeah. Good signing. be interesting to see him. He'll go straight then, into the team. I he would have thought Saturday. so. Yeah.
3: Uh, he's available. And Gary was was hinting strongly at another signing before Saturday's game yeah. against Halifax. So uh, um, we'll, uh, we'll see who that
0: turns out to be. And also going to mention today, Ryan Dixon um, looks as if the Truro move is going to be to the end of the season. Now yes, as well.
3: and, and his contract is up at the end of the season. Yeah. And Gary indicated that there won't be another one for him. Mm-hmm. He's 32. 233. Now, yeah, um, look, Gary uh, Ryan Dixon was signed by um, Gary Hours on a two year contract. Uh, he was a huge help to United last season, good, especially
0: good player, quality uh, player, uh, yeah. and has been for yeah. a very long time.
3: Yeah. Um, as Gary pointed out, he has had some injury issues during that time, um, not only before but with United, even. Mm. Um, uh, he, he, he's obviously a class act on the ball. Um, uh, but for one reason or another and I think injuries have played a part in that Gary uh, Johnson felt that it was you know okay for him mm-hmm. to go out on loan at Truro and they've now extended that yeah. to the end of the season when I, when uh, his, his official departure from Torquay will be confirmed um, very good pro to have had around yeah, yeah. um and I'm sure he's doing Truro a massive turn yeah. down there and good luck to them as they try and win promotion back to the National League South.
0: Indeed. We wish him well. Wish him very Definitely. well indeed.
3: He, he was, uh, there were moments when he was able to come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, always more effective last season when he, when he was coming off the bench and, and for the last half hour of games. I remember particularly a very important win 2-0 at Billericay,
0: Yeah,
3: uh, towards the end of the season. Very feisty game, 0-0 away from home and uh, uh, Gary Johnson sent him on on the left hand side and Calvin Kalala on the right but Dixon especially Calvin Kalala actually yeah. scored but Dixon <clears throat> absolutely changed the game down the left hand side the combination of him and Liam Davis down the left hand side he played left midfield not left back yeah. um, at that level and in, that, in those situations he could be very very valuable indeed and um, uh, uh, many times he, he helped turn games for them yeah
0: So let's deal with, to borrow a phrase from Donald Trump, let's deal with fake news.
3: I don't think you and I ever dreamt that we would be using the same words as as that man, didn't we? we But we have this week.
0: We have indeed. Fake
3: news has arrived at Playmore.
0: Now what happened was Tuesday afternoon, as we're heading, headlong towards the Herald Express deadline, uh, a tweet appears which looks... Purport well. Purports to be and looks... To begin with, like an official talkie United, Talk United tweet, talkie United
3: 1899,
0: which uh, announces that Jamie Reid has completed or, his or move, or is
3: about to move to Luton Town. I yeah, think, is that? yeah, um, and for more de- details to follow.
0: That's it. Um, and so we checked it out, and we, you know, obviously given the approaching deadline, we checked it out in in a bit of a hurry, and it turned out to be a hoax. Turned out to be um, a fake tweet. It wasn't from the club's official um, Twitter account closer inspection of the tweet revealed a spelling mistake here and there now i'm not immune to making the spelling mistakes here and there but, so. um, it didn't quite ring true but we ended up doing a piece um it there's nothing in it it's it's annoying isn't it it is, annoyed everybody this it annoyed us yeah. having to do it it's annoyed various people around yeah. the club it's probably annoyed reedy yeah um, uh,
3: it, it slightly annoyed thankfully not hugely annoyed but slightly annoyed gary yeah <laughs> gary yeah. johnson uh, who who obviously, when people like me ring him up, has to make some sort of response to these he does. Of things yeah. but um well, is this the world we're living in it now? Is. And, yeah and and <laughs> politicians of what was it the last election was full of it. Um, American elections, yeah, you know, yeah. and now here we are.
0: National League football teams. There we are. Yeah. And, it, and it's
3: fingers crossed this doesn't happen again. No. Look, you don't mind dealing with proper rumour and speculation. That's part of the game yeah. and it happens. But um, this was on a different sort of scale, it was. wasn't it? So and we, and, um, we
0: felt that we had to check it, we had oh, to do something about it. Well, and, once, um,
3: they, once something like that is doing the rounds and yeah, people have seen yeah. it, um, and, and, and it took in an awful lot of people. They uh, um, yeah. did, uh, And uh, I, I remember the very first phone call I made to a member of staff at Playmore who who expressed complete incredulity about it. And said, "Yeah, no, we haven't put anything at." Work. I said, "Well, have a look." You know? yeah. yeah. And um, and then of course they had to take action. Luton Town, I understand, have have, have taken some action <laughs> over it as well.
0: You know, everybody's got... What <laughs> a time to be alive. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. So let's, let's draw a line under that and yeah. we shall never speak again. Jamie
3: Reid is still with us. Yeah, we've seen um, him this morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, how much longer? Uh, yeah. He may or may not be with us. And, and on that tack, there've been a couple of quite interesting transfers in the from National League clubs mm-hmm. into the Football League this week. Jack Taylor... Um, the very promising young midfield player at Barnet, who scored against United in the two-all draw at Barnet earlier this season, he's gone to Peterborough uh, for half a million pounds really? initially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. initially. Um, so initially, there it could build up to more with that, appearances yeah? and clauses. Okay. Uh, and Rico Hackett Fairchild, who's done quite well as a young striker at Bromley this season, I think he was with Charlton before. Then he's gone to Portsmouth for what Bromley described as an undisclosed record fee. Okay. So even if we assume that. It's in the region. I would have thought it's six figures rather mm-hmm. than five. Well, you know, yeah. well, it's, you, it's not going to be yeah. three pints of lager and a packet of crisps, is it? <laughs> or so, a bag of footballs, or Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is the kind of level of fee that players are yeah. commanding going out of that. So uh, going out of the national league. So um, it'll be very interesting to see if there is proper interest yeah. and and an approach for Reed as we. As we said last week so um but it ha- hasn't happened yet by the sound of it, it has and, not um, happened yet. watch this space
0: now the dagenham game on saturday a nil nil draw not a pretty sight
3: very interesting that that obviously in the wake of that gary johnson um uh, he certainly didn't uh, um, make it build it up to anything that it wasn't but mm. Um, you know, there was great relief that United managed to get a clean sheet at long last. Yeah, um, a, a, a scruffy
0: point a, we'd have taken.
3: That's right. Yeah. And and but in his comments today, he's obviously he and Aaron Downs have sat back and had quite a few looks at it. He clearly wasn't happy with the first half, mm. uh, and I can understand that United weren't mm. on it in the first no. half. They did get stuck in. And they did work hard and they ended up having the best chance of the first half when Jani hit the post. And the second half was much improved. Um, uh, uh, Now, you can also argue, hold on a minute, you've got Jake Andrews playing at left back. You've got Kyle Cameron, who has been playing at left back, moved back into centre half. Um, uh, Etc. Etc.
0: Yeah, who was up front? Was, uh, was Reed, and, Reed and Janney Jan yeah, up front, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, and United didn't really get going at all no. in any department, I felt, in the first half. Um, probably their best player was Joe Lewis at right back yeah. uh, in the first half. He was, you know, excellent again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, good. Yeah. Good in the yeah. first half. Um, Lucas Cobbland had a series of reasonably routine saves to make but looked very solid. And then carried on in the second half. Although United were much better in the second half, certainly going for it more in an attacking yeah. sense. They didn't create a huge amount of clear chances. They looked dangerous and they were much more pacey and, mm. and, and energetic. But um, Dagenham had two or three good chances, ironically, on the counter-attack for, for the home team. Yeah. And Covalan then came up with a couple of really great saves. Um, Asa Hall Jake Andrews two crucial interceptions and Covalan completed his afternoon by making several really confident attacks on the ball off his line which is yeah. just what United needed in the circumstances so big ticks for him yeah um, more um, more ticks from that game than they were from the Oval game then it's, it's you're telling we're, me we're moving in the right direction that's right yeah. and, and and it was but I can absolutely understand why Gary Johnson was saying that he, he, he indicated, didn't he, this morning, that that, that wasn't... yes, the, still wasn't the what he was looking for. The, yeah. the energy was the yeah. word he, he used, he, didn't he? I, I think he was, he was pleased that he <coughs> sort of got stuck in in the second half, that they upped their game and they looked far more competitive. Um, uh, if you're being tough about it, you'd have to say that a better team than Dagenham, and they haven't won for 11 games, hmm. um, might well have yeah. da- dam- caused some severe damage in that first half. Um, Now, you know, Gary Johnson's clearly not kidding himself that a point at Dagenham is good enough. No. Um, uh, And he wants more than that, and I can understand him feeling like that. And uh, it'll be interesting to see on Saturday. I know it's not a league match. Um, It's an FA Trophy game. But I think for both clubs, for United and and Halifax, um, for different reasons, um, uh, this will be a, a, a... quite an important game, almost for football reasons rather than purely yeah. results, but uh, let's let's move on.
0: And as Gary was saying in, in the press conference, he hasn't got the luxury of giving a load of fringe players an outing on Saturday because he hasn't got a load of fringe players. <laughs>
3: <It's>, <laughs> yes, the mere mention of fringe, he sort of looked around and said, do we what, have any of those? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, quite, yeah. yeah. It's, uh,
0: but, I mean it, it it's going to be a full strength talkie team it, well, it has was, to be a full strength talkie team. It
3: was in the last round against yeah. Aldershot effectively. Yeah. Um, uh, I, it's a real shame that Lewington isn't isn't um, fit. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you know Gary Johnson would have wanted to try and get him in 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 up front. I'm sure Rory Keating will um, be relishing a return to a striking yeah. role rather than he played he was shifted out to the right wing to accommodate Janay on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think we all know Roury much prefers to he play as a forward the goal, if, really. if he can. Yeah. Um, so th- that, that's a possibility. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I think Gary Johnson will be looking for... He keeps talking about the sharpness and this spark. And I know exactly what he means. United, yeah. when they were at their best, moved the ball at a pace and mm-hmm. at a tempo. Not necessarily destructive passes, but all over the pitch... Moved it quickly, and they they outmaneuvered teams by the pace and accuracy of their their passing, and they've lost that. Now personnel obviously play a part in that. You haven't had Little, you haven't had Andrew uh, um, Vincent, you haven't had Liam Davis, etc., etc. You know those are the players who ping it around, uh, um, and uh, you know it's. I think the message that Gary Johnson is sending out to the players who are there now is you have to come up to that. Yeah you have yeah. to you you know you 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 are you're the the senior pros here you're the guy's in the team um and, uh, you know, he wants it from them. Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting to see who else he brings in, will not it? I mean, there were no clues this morning. It may be announced later today or tomorrow. By the time you listen to this podcast, you uh, listeners may already know. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what department of the field he exactly, brings somebody in.
3: Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm sure now that he's got a, an older defender in, he probably has enough cover. Obviously, Jean-Yves Kourniati is, is available yeah. again after one yeah. match suspension last weekend. Um, I'm sure we're looking at a, an attacking player in some mm. shape or form. It'd be interesting to see yeah. who and what. You've, you've still got you know, um, Aaron Amain and Calvin Kalala, who, by the way, interestingly, last Saturday at Dagenham, not one substitution... No, he didn't yeah. make a single substitution. Gary Johnson, is, as everybody knows, is pretty proactive in his substitutions. He doesn't muck about. Mm. He doesn't, you know, he, he often, he A, doesn't wait to make them. And when he makes them, he often makes them in twos and threes, or yeah. he has done this yeah. season. Didn't make a single substitution, which in a way was a tick for the people out there in the yeah. second half. Um, uh, but, you know, United still have those sort of players Kalala and the main as an attacking as attacking options available. So um, be as as you say, it'd be interesting to see what department yeah. another new one is in.
0: Before we move on to uh, talking about a, a great talking United player who's who's received quite an accolade this week. Um, a word for John Sheridan, the ex-Argyle boss, and now also the ex-Chesterfield boss.
3: Well, he he went. I think it was last Thursday, actually, yeah. the day of the, that we did the the podcast last week, and and I think. You know, let's face it. Chesterfield have had such an awful season yeah. that it's that Chesterfield fans have s- sort of been expecting it, but before now, but he and, finally and has gone three uh, 0 uh, and and beaten us home, un- yeah. beaten us home and away. But they're still in relegation trouble. Um, n- not that United are completely. You know, I think they're eight points clear of the of mm. the drop zone at the moment. Yeah. Um, now, okay, that's a half-decent buffer to have. It's quickly lost, um, though, isn't it? But Especially it can this be quickly lost. Season. And it's interesting yeah. that Gary Johnson made no bones of the fact last week um, and he mentioned the 50-point total. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's clearly, he's saying, look, let's get, let's get that job done. Yeah. And, and he's not in any kind of you know kidding himself that that needs to be done first. And then once you've got to that point, some people think it may be a point or two more,
0: who knows, there, aren't um, you? at yeah. least then yeah.
3: you can start thinking about other more positive things.
0: And every talkie fan knows we're 12 points away from that at the moment. <laughs> there we are. Um,
3: so, yeah, um, you know, let's, yeah. Let's, let's see. But but Sheridan won't be in charge of Chesterfield for this run-in. Yeah. And, of course, there are one or two other clubs which nobody ever dreamt were going to be down yeah. there. Filed. Wrexham, Wrexham, yeah. Chesterfield... Yeah. Um, uh, extraordinary really how, how the league has gone mm-hmm. this season and um, uh, you can't help feeling that clubs like that with resources they've got um, in Wrexham case not as much as people think even though their crowds are quite good that's a supporter trust run club mm-hmm. uh, without an owner who can throw a few bob at it every now and again um, uh, You you always think well they'll 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 yeah. get. They'll pull something out of the bag at some stage. Well, let's see. Um uh, I don't think we can assume anything.
0: Which brings us to Robin Stubbs, and he's been named this week an honorary life, life president, president yeah. of Talker United, which is great, isn't it?
3: Well, this is a uh, uh, somebody who uh, is known to many, many uh, yeah. fans. Um, Probably in person because he's been living in the town for so yeah. long. Uh, he, there was already a, a, one of the executive suites is named after him uh, at, at Plainmore Um he's 78 years old now yeah. and still in remarkably good nick um, uh, and uh, United have added him to the, to the small list. He's the first player uh, um, yeah. to, to be added to that. Um,
0: he, he was voted, wasn't there a poll a few years back when Talkie fans were asked to nominate their all-time great player? Uh, all clubs were. I think it was a BBC thing, and, and he came out on top of the poll.
3: Uh, yeah, did he come out on top, or did Don Mills come out on top? I'm I... not 100% sure, but Robin was certainly yeah. in, in the shake-up, and I think he has finished top of one or two other sort yeah. of polls of fans. Uh, I wasn't... Uh, um, uh, certainly wasn't covering the club. And I I, I started supporting United a, a couple of years. No, one year after, 1964, after he'd arrived in 1963.
0: Because he came from Birmingham for £6,000, yeah. which was a club record, club fee, record fee at he the always time. Tell,
3: he always tells me, Robin, that, that, that he left Birmingham on a rainy day in Birmingham. Uh, and he comes from the south side of Birmingham, Birmingham yeah. City Territory, rather than Aston Villa on the north side um got in the train the deal wasn't done at the time but he'd been sent down to he I think it's it's worth pointing out how that he he had played for Birmingham City in the old first division yeah. scored 15 20 goals for them played in the first <coughs> in their first in, cup runs in their first yeah. cup run didn't actually play in the final he dislocated mm-hmm. his shoulder and got injured um <clears throat> so he was you know he he'd got a bit of a CV about yeah. him but he but he, he wasn't sure whether he wanted to really drop down to the fourth division at Torquay but he, he pulled up at Torquay Station, walked out, the sun was out, the palm trees were waving in the breeze. Uh, this is in the middle was of the summer. Um, was,
0: there, was there a strain of Herb Alpert in the air by was any probably, chance?
3: That yeah. <laughs> was probably spinning over the station <laughs> tannoy. Uh, it, and um, <clears throat> Tony Boyce was waiting to collect him. Uh, uh, and they went along the seafront to the Livermead Cliff Hotel um, uh, <laughs> with um, bikinied girls uh, gambling on the beach. And Robin always said to me, so I thought to himself, this is looking more attractive with every moment <laughs> that this goes on. Anyway, the long and the story is that he and Tony Boyce, struck, struck, he was a director then, Tony Boyce. Yeah. He wasn't the chairman, didn't become chairman until two years later. Um, but a bit of a bond struck up between them. Tony Boyce persuaded him to sign or certainly helped him to. Um, and the rest is history. And the, the piece I did for the Herald uh, th- this week about him was... Um, that a bit like, and I'm sure more recent fans will remember Dave, the impact that Dave Caldwell had, yeah. a completely different type of character and player. Well, I don't, I don't know. He loved life as well, Dave. Yeah. Um, uh, that the right person at the right time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the swinging 60s had hit Torquay. Robin Stubbs was pretty good-looking, up for it. Yeah. On, had it, had on, an MGB by the look it, of the picture. It, that he, he, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He scored 18 goals in his first 20 matches, including five in one game. And the love affair began, not yeah. just between the fans and Robin Stubbs. I always remember we used to sing We All Live in a Robin Stubbs Marine, didn't we, with the Beatles, yeah. um, uh, to the Beatles song. Um, and he had this huge impact uh, on Torquay, struck up a partnership with Tommy Northcott and scored buckets of goals. Yeah,
0: but um, between 63 and 69, he played 217 games for Torquay, got 120 goals, Yeah, in, that's a heck of a ratio, isn't
3: it? In in, in Before he moved to Bristol Rovers in, yeah. in 69, he scored 132 goals in all competitions in, in, in that time, in six seasons. Yeah. I mean, the mat, do that's, the maths. That's good going, uh, isn't it, it? It's extraordinary, and, and he was heading for um, Sammy Collins' club record of 41 goals in a season, <clears throat> when he fell ill round about Easter, yeah. he got some sort of a bug. I think it was pleurisy. Beg your pardon, and only finished on thirty nine. To this day, he's convinced that if he'd yeah. stayed fit, he, he 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 would have beaten the record. Um,
0: he, got, he got 32 goals in 93 games for Bristol Rovers well, exactly there. yeah. Um,
3: so. h- injuries eventually caught up with yeah. him but um, he, he was an absolute Rolls Royce of a centre forward yeah. there were days when uh, you wondered whether he was 100% at it but uh, put a smile on his face and uh, they were the exception rather than the rule by the way as the figures proved yeah. but he was strong he was 6 foot, 6 foot 1 not prodigious in the air. Tommy Northcott used to take care of that. Yeah. Um, but he was so quick and so strong. And, and I remember he used to, for a centre half, he was a nightmare because if the centre half got too tight to him, Robin was strong enough to yeah. roll him and, and, and turn and then quick enough to get away. If the centre half dropped off him because he was worried about that, Stubbs would then turn and he was so quick yeah. Um, that, that he just used to blaze past people. He was this combination of physically strong, athletic pacey. He could shoot with either foot.
0: Yeah.
3: And he was just a terror. terror. Um, and uh, uh, he was the type of player who got you out of your seat. Yeah, And, and Torquay were, were wonderfully fortunate to have him. The arrival of Frank O'Farrell made him think about the game a bit more. Um, mm. it, it had come pretty easily, I think, to him up to that stage. But uh, even though Frank and Robin were never as close as Robin and Eric Weber were, in fact, the combination of them helped to deliver the promotion yeah. that United hadn't won up to now. They won promotion in sixty-five, sixty-six. Um, and Robin carried on playing very well for United um, uh, in a different role uh, and still still scoring goals. And um, Happily, he's never left. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were all sorts of transfer rumours, and quite right too. Ipswich was supposed to be in for him. He nearly went to Blackpool once. Um, But of course, in those days, the gap between what you could earn on a good contract in the fourth division and what you could earn in the old second division championship wasn't as great as it is now no, no. so uh, United I think kept tweaking his contracts to make sure that he was reasonably happy here um, and uh, I mean obviously he's 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 been known in United annals for the two goals against Spurs in yeah. the three-all draw yeah. at Playmore he was far more than that uh, I mean that typified him yeah. Um, not only the fact that he scored two goals in the first game, he nearly got the winner in stoppage time as well, with he the did. place going completely bananas. <laughs> Spurs not knowing, full of internationals, not knowing what That was the
0: point where the reporter was um, trying to claim that the, the draw was a put-up job. Yeah, that's
3: it? right, yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, the old Western Morning News reporter, Roy Page, put him, <laughs> put, put him very right on that, uh, on that score. Well, well, when he
0: hit the bar, he turned around and so said, I suppose, suppose that was a put-up job as well. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, so he was just uh, you know, a wonderful player and a wonderful person to have around right. the club. Uh, And it's great that he's continued to live in the town in his working life uh, and and now in his retirement. Um, uh, He's he's been a very good golfer in his time. yeah. Um, And uh, he still supports the club. That's the great thing about it. He still comes whenever he can. He's he's had had some health issues over the years, but happily has recovered Mm -hmm. from those and is in pretty good health now. Um, And it's just really
0: good that the club have honoured him in this way. Good stuff. Now, we can't go this week without talking about another vintage footballer, Dave. Um, there's a picture of you doing the rounds on the internet this week. and I <laughs> Vintage have and
3: footballer are not two, two words that I definitely wouldn't uh, apply to me.
0: There's, um, oh, That's clever. There's a little window come up across the picture there. But no, this is a picture that Drew Millen has put up on Facebook in, in a group. Now called... you are
3: talking about a vintage <laughs> footballer there.
0: <laughs> in a group called Torbay Undiscovered, Lost, Forgotten, Unloved, which is always worth a look. Um there's a picture of the old Talkie Times office team.
3: It was it was combined with that and the old Daily Mirror training scheme that w- that was that was attached to the Talkie Times back in the 60s and 70s. Apparently oh the, my the, goodness.
0: Apparently this picture was taken before you beat Tottenham 4-2 on April the 20th, 1970. Drew's memory is, is... They're in the back row there, striped shirts. Gordon Hines is there in the back row. Ian Formidable Rowden. centre-half. Ian Rowden is there in the back row. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and you're there. In a colleague of ours. Well, uh, a clean-shaven I, Dave Thomas Yeah, is there with, with hair
3: row. that's far too long. But then <laughs> I, I make no apologies because everybody else's hair is, is... In fact, I haven't got the longest hair in that picture. You haven't, that's very uh, true. Most people... Look like the Beatles, um, uh, and I can remember um, my eyesight was as everybody who's known me over the years knows, I've always worn glasses. I soldiered on without glasses for a while, yeah, um, <laughs> and played accordingly <laughs> 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 um, uh, either usually at right back or on the right wing, which is uh, um, contributing very little, really. But other people did all the yeah. work,
0: yeah. A few details in this Drew Million, of course, he
3: was a very, uh, yeah, by the way. Um, Famous troubadour of the bay. Absolutely, um, was a very good player himself and fine um, musician and, as well, and an excellent footballer. A couple of
0: details. That football is a disgrace, by the way. That's one of those <laughs> very, very old. Um, it looks quite heavy footballs. to me. It does. Yeah. You wouldn't have wanted to head that very no, often, would no, you? No. Where would you have been playing that game? The, where would that have been? So uh, it's not cricket. It's too flat for cricket field. No, guys. it's
3: not cricket. field we we did play some games at Studley Knoll. Um But m- more to that the point, that tiny pitch there.
0: You are clearly wearing plimsolls. Those are not football boots that you're wearing there. You are clearly wearing plimsolls, no, as are no, one no, or two of the other players. No, 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 no. no. Those I, are plimsolls. That, that must
3: have been the warm-up because, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely had a pair of boots. In oh, fact, i still got off, them then. somewhere. Yeah, was, yeah. I was going to levy a fine
0: on you. There yeah, no,
3: no, no, no. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm, I've always been a long stud man <laughs> myself. <laughs>
0: And um, that seems as good a point as any to leave yeah, the podcast. This absolutely,
3: week. yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> my goodness. Does it remind you how long you've been
0: retired, it doesn't does it? From the long stud man himself and me, uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast this week. Enjoy the Cup game on Saturday. Come and see us. Three o'clock kickoff against Halifax. And as ever, come, come on, you yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talker United DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.